the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Bop, bop, bop. Me again. What am I doing? Oh, show announcements. I'm coming to do some LOLs for you guys. I have a special coming out in July. Um, and so this will be all new material. September 8th, I'll be in Cincinnati. I need to write an hour of material. Um, you guys come see me read my journal <laughs> in Cincinnati, Ohio at the Taft Theater, September 8th. This is a makeup date um, because my flight did not take off in LAX or so they say. And so all your... T- the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Tickets that you had tickets for last show, of course they will work. September 9th, I'll be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Merriam Theater. Bring your red Swedish fish and let's get diabetes. September 10th, Richmond, Virginia at the Nationale. Let's go knock down some statues. <laughs> September 24th, I'll be in Charlottesville, Virginia at the Paramount Theater. Come see me. I'm lonely. And now, Christina Pazitsky. tell you why you're brilliant too the table's nice and, and tell me when you're ready yeah. so uh, tell me when you're ready pat okay we can start whenever you are i like to start whatever table's the, nice this table's high. high there's nothing more important than you're just your tits up bro. when you go to get on someone's podcast and you're like hey yeah. guys like yeah. you're just such an asshole or you're yeah. like up here and you're out of frame or like, your stomach when you when you sit down you look like shit and we know that from being on chelsea lately for so many years if you sit on that fucking couch you look like shit when you sit on when you're sitting and also i'm saying this is Yeah. On behalf of two people that have incredible bodies. Incredible bodies. And we're so young and hip, too. <laughs> Christina and I have turned this corner where we're... Oh, Chris, they, everyone knows who's it's just, here. It's just the mid-conversation is so She always tries to, to get me to do an intro. And just I'm like, like a hot, like you don't anything. Get, they get, oh, are people confused? This is how we're going to start. Do you're other gonna... people sound like this? They're like, wait, is this Fran Drescher's no, this is the People are going to press play. It's going to be like, the table. They're like, going to press play oh, yeah. on their Betamax? On their Spotify. <laughs> They go, Siri, play that fucking shrill cunt. <laughs> yeah, and that's what they say. The table. <laughs> shrill yes. cunt. Can you call your next special? I wanted to. I wanted to do like bust, uh, what was it? Busted horror? I wanted to do what, like, my, I was going to go, the special of my, uh, the title of my next special will be the most common thing people call me on Reddit or something. Oh, how good. And I couldn't. I, it, Now, how are you reading those comments? Are you comfortable? Yeah. You're so over it now. You're so good. I, this is, I hope you're going to think I'm a Scientologist or something after I say this. I love it. But, and we'll talk later about the, sure. the, the chemical tools we used to delete old thoughts and stuff. Maybe it's the just. The chemical tools we've used. Oh, drugs. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's like, it's 
I've done too many of those to put that shit together. Please also do a podcast <laughs> called Mom Brain. And it's you just people oh just no. And it's people asking you about your past. I'm like, like when you were 25, who were you dating? And you're just like, I don't even remember I what don't. I had for breakfast. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's Mom Brain. It's just Christina trying to think. Yeah. of what happened in her life. I don't know. Who am I anymore? <laughs> we show you photos of your teens. You're like, where was this picture taken? And you're just like, ah, Russia. That was yeah. roughly Russia. Yeah. Wait, but do you read? Are you, are you, so do you read your comments? Okay, so are here's you, the are you impervious? I'm like, I did do, full disclosure, I did do uh, that auto-blocking feature on Instagram. Oh, smart. It actually really holds a mirror up to you because you can go in and you can <laughs> auto-block Anything that has certain keywords. <laughs> God. And my keywords, because you have to go here. If a uh, comment has this word in it, it doesn't go up at all, which is like, in, I'm like, busted, cunt, <laughs> whore, fucking cunt. Like, like the list of words that I had to put down was very depressing, but people still managed to get around it. I think for me, I'm just at a place where I'm like, and I did do after ayahuasca, I had a little bit of a help with this. And just maybe it's just as I get older, I'm like, I'm happy. Like I'm, yeah. I'm happy with what I'm doing. Yeah. And yeah. if I, I didn't sign up and maybe it's just cause we're women or whatever. And like, I never thought this many people would ever like me. <laughs> I was told you're never going to make it. You're a piece of shit. You're not Same. funny. So I'm like, if Same. I've gotten all this being yeah. a piece of shit, who's not funny. Like I've been uh-huh. good. You mean to tell me you were told you'd never make it. Cause I feel like you, you've always been really good at the business and really good at advancing. Really? Or I guess just when I, you're reading comments, you know what I mean? Oh, like oh, people, sorry. people, or yeah. people, other comics that were shitty in the beginning yeah. or like, you know, stuff like, or it's my own inner monologue told me that, you know? And I think that as soon as I stopped agreeing with the negative comments, they stopped affecting me. Well, that's cause that's the secret of the negative comment. It's that that motherfucker found a chink in your armor because the comment resonates, right? Because if it's a comment that's nonsense, then you're like, oh, it doesn't affect me. But when they find the thing that what you haven't. Oh, somebody yesterday was like, and I posted a picture of Tom and I going to my birthday party dressed in like 80s attire. And I was like, I know, I'm so sad you couldn't it's be there. It's the cutest. It was I'm- the best party. And um, and I was like, I never read comments about myself because I'm not, I don't, I don't want to know. And some guy was like, young face, old neck. And I was like, motherfucker. <gasps> yes, I know. You don't think I know. But I was like. Because you know how hard it is to to get the neck to look good. That's a that's that an investment. That is a low blow. Yeah, that's a low yeah. blow. You go after an old woman's neck. You fucking cunt. Like at least that is, at least choke but, it. But the face and to make was me young. Calm. But the face. Yeah. <laughs> at least show me what you do with it. Yeah. But it's good. Like, he didn't call me fat, so that was cool. Uh-huh. I but for some a reason, comment like the that. old neck got Here's me. what I'll do because, it got me because can I tell you something? Because you're already huh. you're, it's already nettling you. It was already nettling yeah, you. Yeah, it was nettling. That's someone the word. said the thing <sighs> that you were like, "This is just me." Yeah, I'm the only. I'm being. I'm being dramatic. It's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. And then someone said someone it. else said it, and I go, "No, nah, no, nah, I got a fuck. Now it's a thing." Someone else said mm-hmm. you're in a monologue. But why are you not mad at yourself for roasting yourself like that? Yeah. That's I know. <laughs> That's it. Someone stole a joke, you fucking bitch. Yeah. It's like, you're not allowed to talk to, about me like that. Yeah. Only I am. For yeah. money. Yeah, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I should have thought of that. Well, those people are a word I'm not allowed to say. Do you remember when we just used to say retarded all the time? Emily, you might want to leave for this. Yeah. I was thinking the other day about this. When <laughs> why should she have to leave? We're not, I'm just, I just... We used to say retarded. <laughs> okay. Oh, I say retarded. So much. I'm just saying, even if you say uh, it a little, we said, in when I was in middle school, 
high school, yeah. not high school, probably middle school, we would walk around and just be like, duh. Yeah. Like, we'd be like, hey, duh. Like, yeah. teachers would, like, do it. They'd be like, are yeah. you retarded? Are you fucking like, retarded? It was like, yeah. you would just be like, duh, 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 like, hit yeah. your side of it your... It was the funniest thing. Oh, my God. My aunt worked to find mentally... She would always... I, when I would be like, is this person retarded? She goes, mentally challenged, mentally challenged. She would have them in her home because she would help find them jobs. That was, like, what she did right. for a living. And none of them ever did that. <laughs> so it's like, I don't even know who we... What we were doing. That's the offensive thing. Yes. Is you guys were... Inventing affect. We didn't invented even a thing that wasn't even true, but it's still like the thing that as kids we walked around. Because I'm like, I had mentally challenged people that we lived with in my aunt's home. She would get them jobs at grocery stores and drive them around and help them with their. And I'm like, there was no connection between doing that yeah. and them. Yeah, I know. We I never all put did it, it together that but, I was making fun of them. But here's the interesting part. As Whitney Cummings growing up in D.C., right? Is that where you were? DC, Across Virginia. the country. I grew up in the San Fernando Valley. We all went, everybody. Mm -hmm. So how does it transfer on the playgrounds all across America? How do Before we all the the 80s, how? Let me tell you what else is how? like, I'm obsessed with universal things so like that. So am I. Oh, wait, and then I have one for you. I, I think I'm doing this right. You. Okay, ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about MASH? What is this? Do you remember MASH? MASH. Yes. How do we, what is it? Mansion, Mansion apartment, Alley, shack, shack yeah. house. How did we all play that game? Wait, what was yours? I bet you got everything you wanted. <laughs> I don't remember playing it. Mash, what was it? Mary? Mansion, Alley. apartment. Oh. A weeded mansion, apartment, shack, house. house. I thought that you could do someone that you married too. Okay. Well, yeah. And, you, yeah. and then three lines for three boys, mm -hmm. three numbers, and then three cars. Mm -hmm. And then that's your life. That's your fortune. Duh. Your fortune. Duh. 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 Like, my co I remember my coach, my like basketball coach, like, what are you fucking idiot? Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, oh. it was so, adults did it, two kids. Yeah. Like, are you fucking retarded? All, all, all the, the times time. are times to say retarded. All the time. Uh, that and a, <laughs> oh my God, do you remember? <laughs> dude, dude, this one's so sweet. This from the 80s. Remember that deaf lady that she would teach you phrases and she'd be like, spoon, spoon. I love you with a spoon. Goodbye for now. And it should go bye for now. Do you remember bye for now? You do <laughs> bye for now. See the thing about Emily is she's the most sensitive, but she <laughs> bye for now. You remember bye Where for now? Where was this? Oh my god! It would air on Saturday morning cartoons. Maybe it's just a California thing. And it was a deaf lady, and she would teach you phrases in sign language, and she would be like, "Yeah," and she'd be like, "Bye for now," and she would say it every time. Everybody knows that they grew up in SoCal. I don't know if it's bye for now. You <laughs> It just, it just takes forever to say it. Like you say it, like as slow as you said it. Bye for now, deaf lady. No, it, but this the, is gonna fuck up my algorithm. This is called "It's a Good Sign," and she would teach you. Oh, good. Play it's a on good words. sign. Yeah, and she'd be like, literally, like, pompous. It's from the eighties. Mandy Harvey, maybe. That's a nice brunette lady, uh, and she'd be like, host. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you with a spoon. <laughs> Why with a spoon? I don't know. She was like, but she teach you like two or three things and then put it together. She'd be like, I love you. I love you. Spoon. Spoon. <laughs> put it together now. I love you with a spoon. Bye for now. It's a good sign. And then that was the whole thing. Oh, so we're cutting this Asian, out, right? right? We're cutting this out. <laughs> was she trans? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, she transitioned. She's not deaf anymore. She oh, transitioned, transitioned to someone who can hear. <laughs> I'm going to fucking make you watch this because you'll love it.
She I, was great. Dude, I, do you she remember? Was there's a lot of like important women and like just people <laughs> in general. You are not. Thinking you're an important woman. I mean, and like, that's why Helen Keller was awesome. Okay, Helen Keller, I just read. Did you know Kel- Helen Keller She's was amazing. giantly at the time accused of plagiarism? What are you talking about? <laughs> this is how? how much people hate women, comedians. Like, you- how could she plagiarize? Plagiarizing what? <laughs> They're like, this bitch's life is too good. <laughs> Plagiarizing what? How could she plagiarize? Yeah, she couldn't what read. What would she plagiarize? Was she gonna go touch everyone's fingers? Like, yeah. What are, how did she? What She's is like, she I t- fucking brailed this book, <laughs> dude. I'm. Ta- what is she feeling zits on people's faces? Yeah. And st- like, what are you? What are you talking about? No, but I think it's like <laughs> I remember that. Anytime I'm like, why does this person? Do-? Helen Keller was accused of plagiarism. Like anytime, like someone thinks I'm offensive or someone thinks I'm like. This happens to the best of us. <laughs> oh, and like, then, by the way, you know who fucking came in? There, there's this, all these articles about how it's like, and Mark Twain came in and helped her through it. And like, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yes, he was, um, uh, she was uh, accused of that. And then- Plagiarism, but did she write novels Well, and then stuff? a lot of people were understand. like, it wasn't really her writing. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, sorry. No shit. <laughs> I hope she plagiarized. Yeah. I hope so. Like, well, isn't it enough that she learned to speak and read? I mean, that's enough in a yeah. lifetime, given her circumstances. I thought that's all she did, by the way. I, feel like I didn't know. People are like, you think she was really blind? Yeah. Like, that's how <laughs> fucked up. Like, just let people. I do that a little bit, though. That's kind of like, a, like when celebrities need to, like, announce, like, some disease they have that no <sighs> one's ever heard of. You're like, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm big on that with people. Like, this is, I don't, this is, I'm getting to the stage and people are like, I think I have depression. I'm like, no, no. you're bored. Yeah, because if do you more. have it, you know it. Like, you, you have, have to do, you wouldn't be say. you wouldn't, you wouldn't be, say you'd probably be like, I don't think, I'm not sure. You would just be, I don't you're know. Like, pretty fucked crying. up. Crying, we wouldn't be talking. Exactly. No, you're just living fucked up. Yeah, sometimes like, you, fucked up shit happens, you're just in it. You don't have time to report it. <laughs> sometimes some people, you, people need that. I need that sometimes. Like, I remember I was, God, blessed are the people that are sometimes like <laughs> you too by the way we were in um <laughs> we were I just love people that are very direct about their especially when we're perceived by so many people and looking through the mirror of how other people perceive us you when we were in Texas uh we were talking about something and I was like uh, I said something I was like, oh you know when I was a kid like I guess like I was technically diagnosed as autistic like we don't say we didn't say that back then but I was like yeah I'm technically like like on the spectrum, like Asperger's. And you went, that actually makes a lot of sense. (laughs) It was like, it was like, I watched everything just come together. I said that out loud. And then I was like, I think you're autistic if you just said that out loud. That's how you can diagnose people. Tell people you're autistic and if they agree with you, they have it. I can't believe I said that out loud to you. I'm sorry. It was, no, it was so funny because I feel like it solved so many of your problems with our conversation. You were like, ah, oh, I don't have to keep overthinking this. fucking Whitney told me. I'm like, she told me she was diagnosed with autism like when she was a kid. And I was like, doesn't that make all kinds of sense? And he's like, 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not, I, I'm not on the spectrum enough to play basketball in my 60s. <laughs> Two small children at home. I know oh not to play god. basketball after forty. <laughs> I know that is so. And but I, I'm like, oh my god, because your personality, because you're so good at like deduction and like the way that your brain works. I was like, oh, dude, that makes so much sense. Like how you're you're very methodical and like just organized and type A and da da da. Like I just see it, and I'm like, that makes so much sense with you. I, I, I don't know. I liked it. I I've was also like, just had you. a ton of time. I, 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 and I, and by the way, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm, um, I uh, also have a really hard time reading faces. It took me a really long when the when people were in masks. I was like, oh, it's terrible. I, I think everyone had this problem, but it made me realize how much I need to watch people's mouth move when they talk. Because when someone's just talking and I can't see their mouth yeah. move, I can't understand what they're saying. So I found myself in this like, like, and people are like, put on your mask. I'm like, I can't, I, I can't hear if I can't see someone's mouth move. The whole mask thing is so funny. Like, I, well, I obviously complied and I warned them. And then you're just like, that know. was wild. Like, it's, that, so it's like, remember slap bracelets? You're like, that was weird. I know. And even like plexiglass everywhere. Like, the div I'm like, really? Oh, so COVID knows it has to stop at the plexiglass remember and the cab. When or, we were, like, remember when we were buying a bunch of toilet paper because of Y2K? Yeah. <laughs> Humans are so, like, we are such a scaredy cat group of hucksters, dude. We're just like, oh, God. I know. Like, it just was like, when fear is present, no other emotion can exist. We were just, like, in so much fear. When you think about the way we behave, I was just, it's like, it's like looking at, text you sent when you were drunk and blacked out. Oh my God. Yeah, when I look back at photos, I'm like, oh my God, so I was washing down my groceries. Or even like, I don't know if you watch Stranger Things this last season. There's this, this girl, I won't, I'm really bad, I'll give away things, but um, I don't know if you remember this in the 80s. Hysteria has always existed, but in right. the 80s, it was towards Satanism. Everything was about Satanism. Satanic panic. Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne, if you listen to Ozzy, your kids will, the kids will be Satanic, whatever, ACDC, Satanic, Satanic. And there was hysteria back then about even that like we're just so prone I think it's also like this it. isn't new like that's no. the other thing is like it's 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 how people can feel hurt it's like it's teams it's like the same as like I root for the Cowboys and not that like you're you're a fucking Dolphins fan fuck you it doesn't only happen in media and on in Twitter and stuff um remember when they tried to cancel Bart Simpson oh my god it was like a huge thing and Eminem it was like that was <sighs> I, I've recently been li uh, listening to that podcast I mean I love it I just re started re-listening to old episodes of Not Blocked and Reported uh, You're Wrong About there's one called You're Wrong About it's a super smart Ew, chick like she that. actually wrote a book she's writing a book on the sat satanic uh, panic oh that's cool she's so, that's so American so to be smart wow. and she's obsessed with like cults and and fads and these like mass hysteria things and emotional contagion and she and um they go through in each episode they'll also talk like revisit something they'll be like let's revisit the Anna Nicole Smith thing like that was fucked up like yeah. what we did was fucked up and like to her yes oh she was a pariah yeah, yeah like we, let's we revisit like if that happened today yeah. like yeah. what we did to Paris Hilton like yeah. the fact that yeah. like talk show hosts just like called her a whore yeah like in monologue jokes yeah. and I when Paris Hilton came on the podcast I and she's been a friend for a while but I was like I would just like to publicly say like I am so, like I did definitely oh I probably wrote a, I think I have a million Paris Hilton jokes 
Because I'm going to keep doing them. So yeah. I just want you to be okay with <laughs> I just that. I want to apologize now. They're funnier than ever. Yeah. Um, and uh, who else? Tara Reid. There was another. Yeah. Pr- like, just people like that. And then he'll, uh, her and the, uh, this guy, they'll do deep dives on people that are, like, current charlatans. Like, Dr. Oz. Like, he's not a doctor. Like, he yeah. does this. And he tries to sell this. And da-da-da. So, um... They're just really cool, and I don't know why I'm talking about that. No, I think you're right. There's a, I think you're talking about because there's a, there's a hysteria with everything, and Paris Hilton. That's an interesting one, and I think, I think she became a pariah because we love to hate her, right? Like she's got. Well, it she was all. like beautiful and had it all. So it was like if I'm, if I, and I think that this she is, was shamelessly. Whoa! Wait! Cool wait! Wait! Yeah. Go ahead, Whitney. Go ahead. Thank you for letting me speak. You got it. Finally. And you raise your hand. Finally, I get a word in around here. <laughs> you raise your hand. Um, she has a Nerf gun that she normally shoots me with when I interrupt guests. Oh. I put it on eBay. No dice. Um, (laughs) when I trashed Paris Hilton or made jokes about her, it made me feel better. Yeah. And I never in a million years, it didn't occur to me, a joke I made about her could hurt her Mm. because she's invincible and she's got this amazing life and she's so beautiful. And she's like, so it's like, I, I, I'm now going whoa, I do think a lot of the people that make shitty comments to us are like, well, what's my, why would my comment, why, who would give a shit what I have to say? Right, it's connected. Like, she is the best life ever. However, it, right. So, okay, let's take that thought. Like, maybe this, yeah. Let's take that thought. I agree with you. You're, yes, and you're right. And at the same time, I still think we should be able to make Paris Hilton jokes. And I still think that guy on Instagram or whoever can say whatever the fuck they want about me because mm-hmm. that's the job. Yes. And if I can't handle that, I shouldn't be in this fucking job. That's correct. So, and I also think it, it needs to exist that we make fun of those that are bigger and better. And we up. need contrast. It needs to happen. And we need contrast. Yeah. It's just that simple. And I think that sometimes when when someone's being shitty to me with comments or whatever, I find myself going like, for me to expect everyone, I don't know how old this person is. I don't know what their childhood was like. To expect oh. them to have all these tools. Whitney, call on me, please. <sighs> Christine. Okay. <laughs> I just listening to you. Joey, Joey Diaz calls me Wendy. Christine. So it's fine. Whitney. So, uh, Bob Wayne Dyer a million years ago, he was also, he wrote many books. Uh, your Erogenous Odes is the first one. It was yes. great. So, Wayne Dyer says, whenever I give a lecture, um, no, we'll start back, back it up. Whenever you win an election, a landslide victory is 51%. Think about that. A wow. landslide wow. is only 51%. It's like when I read that to be the best baseball hitter in the world, you can have an 11% hitting rate. What does that mean? Oh, that 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 means That's you all, only... you're, you're the best hitter in the league if you hit it 11% of the time. Wow. So interesting. Okay, so, so, so with Wayne Tyre... So he says, whenever I give a talk or whatever, and let's say 500 people show up, I expect that half of them don't like me. I expect it. And that way I'm never surprised when it happens. And I don't take it personally. He's like, that's just the, the batting average. You know what I mean? Yes. So 51%. That's I also not a lot. find, and this is like wild. another way, I always look, you're moving to the airport, you're moving there. You start with this, this fucking guy. Oh, Jesus that's where we start with like a new person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I have a theory. I can talk to anyone for five minutes and fall in love with them. Yeah. If I just ask the right questions, take the time. So when someone's like bothering me that I'm working with, I'm just like, where are you from? Tell me. And then I'm like, I fucking love this person. I just, as we talked about, they're insecure. They're trying to not, they ran into me. Like we were, we just made a whoopsie. We called, we made a whoopsie. We were both living our lives and hit each other. And, when someone says something super shitty about me online, my, I usually am just like, 
you don't know me, dude. Like, if we hung no. out, you would be obsessed with me. <laughs> I was like, this guy, give it a just way I'm I was like, it's her. like, you're, yeah, it's like, or you're saying it's like gonna be a new fan. It's a sort of like the when usually when I just respond to someone, I'm like, hey, dude, hope that worked, or like, hey, just so you know, I saw this. I hope that made your day. You know, and everyone else kind of sees it, and I think when. People see, like, I don't need to get back at you. I don't need to fight with you because that's what they want. And then when you just diffuse it with, like, yeah. they'll just move on to someone else. Well, that's what toddlers do to you, right? They, they They're f- testing they you. They throw shit at you and they, they, they try to fuck with you. And if you take the bait and you go into it with them... You lose the power. And I, because yeah, exactly, they're you're like toddlers. stooping. They're like, I was testing you. Why are you doing this? What do you, we were supposed to say no and smack me in the head. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to just hold the, the line, hold the space for them to be, to be kids. That That's toddler shit. Could you imagine, could you even imagine going on somebody's social media and typing something hateful? Like it. How bad, how, but, but, but here's what I'll say. Can I you go, even dude, imagine? When we were kids. Psycho. We would throw eggs at people's homes yeah. we would destroy property Same. i'll take a comment i'll take a shitty comment we would hit someone's mailbox with a shovel driving yeah. by knock over a mailbox like i feel like back then people would go this is knocked over my mailbox and we're like he left a comment i don't like like yeah. if this is so the worst true. thing strangers are gonna do to me so true which by the way just really quick stupid story about so toilet papering people's houses during the pandemic things got Shit got dicey. There was a, I, I don't get bored. Like, I, I don't get bored. Like, I just don't. It's a feeling I just don't get. And then during the pandemic, I remember being like, I'm bored. Like, I gotta, yeah. let's fuck around. And Dave Grohl, uh, I had done the movie for um, the Foo Fighters movie. And I was renting a place in the neighborhood that Dave Grohl is in, where, near where we shot the movie. And I was like, oh my God, you live so close by. And he was like, yeah, I'm right here. And I was like, oh, fuck, shit. That night, me and my dude, I was like, dude, let's go like toilet paper his house. And we gotta uh, go toilet paper his house. He's like, yeah, I live at this address, da, da, da. I'm like, let's fucking do it. A shocking amount of time. I mean, go and do like each gate, like around each oh. gate, the top of the gate. Like it's, trees are fully, I mean, we did like hour 40 minutes because he was somewhere, I'm, I'm trying not to say anywhere that he was, he was on a vacation and he was going to come back that n- that night. So we did it at like six and he was like, and then at like whatever, 10, I'm like, he's like, oh, we decided to stay uh, another week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <you dicks. laughs> and I was like, so, okay. So like, he's like cleaning lady. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. I was like, I, you need to tell me what to do. Cause I have to go. Like we went back and like had to like get it down and stuff. But it was just like, it was, it, we used to do that all the time. Yeah. That was a different kind of hate, like, in our hearts. Like, because you go, yeah. fuck you, bitch. You probably some 14-year-old Senate when he done. was drunk. That was, like, wrapping oh, around. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin the paint job on yeah. your car. Fuck you. We, people would key your car and ruin your car. I was That's psychotic. what humans are capable of. So when psychotic. it's just, like, a shitty comment, I'm like, I'll take it. Psychotic. There's this great uh, quote from, you know, um, What's his name? Frankie Quinones. He does that Cholo fit creeper. Yes. yes. <laughs> he has a sketch where there's this like white girl that he's trying to fuck or whatever he's getting with. And then she's like, she's, she's like kicking with Cholas, you know? So she's like, back in the day, you know, if you wanted to cancel somebody, you did it with your fists. And I'm like, that is a hundred percent true. That's, I mean, I, there are some people that do just need to get smacked in the face. Baby, all people, all these motherfuckers commenting need to get smacked in the face. I say, I've said it before. My mom, when I was 11 years old, she smacked me in the face. It was the only time she ever did anything 
smacked me in the face. I hit the ground, and I always say, and every time I see her, I thank her for it. I called her a hooker. There you go. And had she not, that is exactly what she should have done. Yeah. I will stand by that. Yeah. You know, and it's like she had gone through a divorce and was like dating for the first time. And I was jealous that she was like, her, my mom and dad weren't getting back together or whatever fucking bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. as a kid. And so she already Fuck. felt enough guilt and shame that she was going out with, you know, dating for the Dudes. first time, like five years after the divorce. She finally gets it together <laughs> to date. And I was like, you're, like, you're, you're you've been hooker. hooker. And she was like, wow. Boom. And I remember even as I like hit the floor, I was like, that was fair. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was cool, mom. Yeah. Like, I like, it made me love her. Yeah. No, no. You're so funny. I'm sorry. I'm just watching <laughs> you and I'm like, you're just a force of nature. What is, why? You're just a force. You're just so um, intense. And t- yeah. And in such a lovely, I just, I love you. I don't I, know. You're so funny. I'm just watching this whirling dervish. Do you ever just watch her and you're like, <laughs> Emily, you're just a force of nature? Emily's been with me for, Nine, nine years? Emily's my assistant. Oh my God. I was, yeah, for three years. Yeah. And then I left and then I came back. But do you realize, you like, you left? <laughs> I was pushed out. Well, no. And then you came back and then drove off. <laughs> the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. (laughs) And then came back again. (laughs) I just um, think it's time to take a break. (laughs) Emily, we need a break. We need a minute. Oh, no. (laughs) I just need a break. It's not you. It's me. I need a break. No, it's not. Me, it's you. It's always me. <laughs> That's what I do in breakups. I'm like, it's not me. It's, it's definitely you. you. <laughs> Let's talk about mental health. I must say, I have not um, spoken to someone uh, in the last two years that didn't um, have a sobbing episode within the first five minutes of saying hi to them. Yeah. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you're hanging by a thread, <laughs> we can help add some threads. <laughs> Because we can lengthen those threads. Sick of crying in your car while deep throating salmon? BetterHelp is more affordable than in person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Way more effective than 42 cupcakes in one sitting. Mm hmm. Everybody needs therapy. That's why our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp. Everyone I just saw at the airport in Canada does. Yes. As soon as you said that, I was like, not everyone needs therapy. And I was like, you know what? And after Whitney talks to these. Bug, buggage. Damn it. What is it? After Whitney talks to these luggage handlers, they're <laughs> definitely going to need therapy. I'm telling you, if you have flown Air Canada in the last 42 years, you should be on better help. Yeah. And our listeners get 10% off their they first- They take your baggage and give it back to you at the end, emotional or otherwise. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Whitney. That's better E-H-E-L- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Air Canada. You go in with baggage. No, you go in with luggage. You come out with baggage. That's so good. I stuttered on it. So please cut out the stutter part. So it sounds like I actually was able to say it. If we cut out stutters, I couldn't be part of the ads. That's better. <laughs> no, help. it's good. We need a special needs person on the show. <laughs> That's our demo. That's you see? better. H-E- I'll hire anyone. I'll hire people who can't say words to speak for a living. Or read. <laughs> 
That's better help. Her own writing. H-E-L-P dot com slash witch name. Is that it, just, it kind of just felt like you were saying to the camera, help. <laughs> H-E-L-P help. <laughs> like, why are you winking at the camera, Emily? <laughs> you know what? My brain's falling apart. Are you trying to sneak in a cry for help through an ad? No, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't need to blink twice. Stop making your big blue eyes even bigger. <laughs> you know why I look so healthy, even though I... I'm in a lot of therapy. I don't think you're allowed to say that. I tried for two years. You can't say <laughs> well, it's because of this next product. Maybe it is and maybe it isn't. But Probably because you're getting that good dick. But unrelated, Ritual is more than a probiotic. Okay? Are you farting too much during sex? <laughs> Try Ritual. They like it when you queef. <laughs> it's a thrill. They? How many? Oh, non-binary? Is he non-binary? I didn't know that. <laughs> your new guy. <laughs> Did I just fart? No, I did not fart. I I didn't fart. I cracked myself up and made myself laugh. I'm sounds sorry. Like, my, I'm sorry. My laughs sound like farts. Sounds to like you. you've been taking more than a probiotic. <laughs> sounds like you've been taking a three in one with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut. Who micro, is more of a bully oh, than the person? Who is a bigger bully than the person who's like, did you just fart? <laughs> On a rolling. By the way, like, had I, what if I did? Well, I. <laughs> what if I did fart? And then, just, did you fart? Did you have a fistula on the butt? You're the one that shits your pants on your new article of furniture. <laughs> no, I need an article to send me more furniture because I shat all over it. <laughs> Ritual is the one daily capsule for simple, all streamlined gut support. <laughs> Well, it wasn't like rabbit turds. If you're going to uh, shit your pants, it's not like It is like a compact, Jackson Pollock painting. Right. It's not yes. like compact logs. Yes. It's like, it's like a firework. Ritual is a once daily capsule for the simple streamlined gut support. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. There's no more shame in your gut game. I shouldn't have read that. That's why Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Whitney to start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. Also, can you please start taking Ritual, not just for yourself, but for everyone else in your life? Mm -hmm. I feel like being unhealthy is the new, like, secondhand smoke. Like, if you're unhealthy, everyone around you has to deal with it. You've been a real Ritual stan since... I was a Ritual person way yeah. before, two years before we had the podcast. Yeah. Because I was so obsessed with taking Omegas to get longer hair and, and, and all that, and... I, but I was like, I didn't want to have actual fish because then you smell like a wharf. You're right. like burping. Like when people take fish oil, you know. You're yeah. like, are we a Long John Silver? She's yep, like, yep, oh, yep. nope, that's just Craig. Yep. It also made me burp. That fish oil is why I burped that one day for 24 hours straight. Can you not bring that up again? <sighs> or did you just need attention? Do you have any shows coming out? <laughs> do you? No, you do. <laughs> well, you're making your lips all tiny. <laughs> because I'm mad. Is that what you do when you're mad at your guy? I bet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My face, it just inverts. Why, when someone's in love with you, do you have to be like, would you love me if my lips look like this? We're not there yet. Because I think you'd be like, no. <laughs> He's like, they're already a little thin. When you sleep, you look like that. Yeah. <laughs> Your lips are very thin. Like, I will be like, would you love me if I look like this? Yeah, and he always says yes, doesn't he? But it's so fucked. No, because I'll be like, probably not. <laughs> but like... Because we wouldn't have started talking. But what it is, is it's a, it's such a trap. Mm -hmm. It's like going like... Would you love me if I look like this? If you yeah. say yes, it's like, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just want to fight. It's a lose-lose. I just yeah. want to fight with you. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's like it's like those conversations where it's like, I had a dream you cheated on me. And the guy's like, here we yeah, go. Like, yeah, he yeah. knows. He's like, you know that every girl any guy's ever dated has had that dream and he's had to have this fight before. Yep, yep, yep. Don't engage, people. <laughs> Don't get engaged, people. Mm. JK. Mm -hmm. September 8th. I will have just had a birthday. So mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll, so what happens? Four days beyond a birthday. Oh, I thought you were going to say how old I was. I was no. like, how dare you? 22? No. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. I'm like, you guys, I'm 76. I would love <laughs> I to have great. this whole time lied about how young I am. Just so yeah, I can be yeah. like, because people lie I'm sorry, about being younger. I always am like, lie about being older. And then be like, you're just kidding, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I get confused. That was backwards. I believe it is backwards. I, I, I used to think, so you lie about getting being younger. That's what people do. Like I lied on my hinge. Lie profile. about being older so people think you look young for your age. That's the ticket. That's the ticket. Yeah, because people always used to say 50. I was old. From people were like, "You're lying about your age." I'm like, I, I would never get away with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't like when people yeah. say like girls lying about your age. It's like, no, I'm just this tired. Right, like right, I'm right. just because I have to constantly fight people. Right. I'm and, just this poor. I'm sorry. I'm just like running against yeah. the clock. I'm sorry. Right. I live with seven roommates and can't get any sleep. Right, 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 <laughs> you know? right, right. But then because I, I was always like, I should just lie about. I should just say I'm 40. Someone's like, you look so good. Yeah. Instead of I'm like I'm 25. They're like, mm. yeah. I'm gonna start saying 52. People stunning stunned. I know because people always say they're like I love your skin I'm like yeah do you think I'm how old do you think I am yeah 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 and before I'll tell that's you a this, compliment hey, before it's a compliment how old do you think you think yeah, I yeah. have great skin for a seven year old <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That's okay September 8th you're gonna hear more bangers like that uh, at Cincinnati Ohio Taft Theater mm -hmm. uh, this is a show that is rescheduled because I think a pilot wouldn't get a vaccine so I couldn't mm -hmm. get on a plane mm -hmm. it was something ridiculous like that um, he was at the bar <laughs> Remember when drunk pilots was like a go-to joke? Like a thing. You know, you can't even make that joke getting on an airplane anymore or they'll have to like test the pilot. Like if you get on the plane and you're like, hey, saw you at the bar, they shut down the oh, whole flight. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Just like nerds. I can't joke about razor blades in my shoes anymore. What am I supposed to do? What are my bits going to be on the that plane? That was a killer joke before <laughs> you stopped being able to make it. <laughs> it was a, it's a loss for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have razor blades in my check duffel bag. <laughs> You, you don't even have your check. The fact bags. that you have them in your shoes, like uh, that's exactly right. Uh, Air Canada, I what? Like, what are you guys gonna do with my luggage? Like, Come what do you through. want? What do you want? Well, a lot of it ends up at this weird place. If it goes, if no one ever finds it, it goes to this place in Alabama. It's like a secondhand store in Alabama with just all. When Lost can we go stuff. there? I don't know, but it looks pretty cool. I want to go there and do like an Instagram live and be like, everyone who's lost your luggage, follow me. I'm like, is this yours? <laughs> Judy in Atlanta, text me your number. I'll get it back to you. Like, I, that's my dream show. Yeah. To be like, I found a watch that's yeah. engraved. I oh, want to find the owner. God, nothing better than finding something you thought you lost. Yeah, because then you, get, like, it's yeah. like the psychology of, it's like when um, I return something that I shouldn't have bought in the first place that's expensive. Mm -hmm. I think I made money. Oh, I'm doing that later today. I'm it's, returning a jumpsuit. I'm $500 richer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're six hours poorer. <laughs> Potato, potato. September 9th, I will be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Merriam Theater. I'm actually really, really stoked uh, for that one. September 10th, I'll be in Richmond, Virginia, the National, Emily Noonan's alma mater. September 24th, I'll be in Charlottesville, Virginia, the Paramount Theater, and I should be reading these all faster. Let's get back to our guest. 
so I'm trying to stay focused here. I want to talk about negative comments again. Like I was saying before, I don't think I ever was told you would get everyone. Like female comics are an acquired taste. So I always <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of people are going to fucking hate me. A lot of people think I'm a dumb cunt. Like that's not new. I just see it in writing. I used to just <laughs> hear about, you know what I mean? Like this is, it, and yeah, true. it makes me think I've kind of just like made it in a way. You it know? does. When you've got as much hate as you do love, Tom always said that to me. He's like, you're not, he's like, you haven't made it. You haven't made it until you've got as many haters as you do uh, fans. And you know what? Someone, someone said this on a podcast. Sorry, not to interrupt, but I, no. I forgot who the fuck it was. It was on. She just said, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> How, you interrupted on this podcast. Unbelievable. Sorry. All goes, I do is interrupt no, people. I'm hater, sorry. Haters are people that don't know their fans yet. Ooh. And I think that's such an interesting way because if who you're. Who said that, Tom? No, no, I wish. It was a girl in, Ke in Megan Kelly's podcast. There was these two podcasting girls. Anyway. But that that great idea of like if you're if you if I'm giving you an emotional charge, uh -huh. I've done my job, because that's all our job is is to elicit emotion, an emotional response. We're entertaining people. You understand? So like, man, that's a cool. And I, I agree too. Ketamine really changed my life. So I broke my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've done LSD um, as a teenager. I've done those drugs. But when I had my ankle reset on ketamine, it's like I had a near death experience, and. Um, and I, all of a sudden, it was like I saw what was exactly important in life. I literally, I, I ha, it's at the end of my, it's at the end of the special if you guys want to hear it in detail. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I've been tunnel vision. And it was literally like my husband and my two sons. God, and, I'm crying even now. I'm just and fucking a thinking sparkly about necklace. A big and a spark. spark. <laughs> and millions of dollars. <laughs> Money and, is all and that matters. And a Dolce and Gabbana pink <laughs> suit. <laughs> Career, material things. Nothing else matters. And, Celebrities. You think you're better than me? Yeah. Like, uh, no. And I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah, that that's it. And like, I woke up just crying. And I even now, like thinking about it, I'm like, oh, my God. Just that's it. That's the meaning. I feel such a special connection to you because you're one of the few, frankly, comedians at all. It doesn't have to be men, women, where I felt like we were able to be like, not always have to be like, hey, what's going on? Like we would yeah. be like, hey, good to see you. Like we could be really, really friendly one night and really, really business another night. And it was never personal. No. But I, I feel that a lot of times you're like, oh, I'm seeing this person. I have to, okay, I really need to leave, but I need to talk to this person in the hallway for 20 minutes so people don't think I'm a bitch. And did it. like, there was just so much neediness and brokenness. <laughs> you were always, I was like, yeah, bitch. And you'd be like, I have to head out. Hey, how much did you make on that gig the other day? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Talk to you later. Like, yeah. we could be all business and then friendly. And that's a hard thing to find. It is a hard thing to find. I think because like, yeah, because especially at the comedy store, there was an era it was so dark in there, emotionally dark, that it was like, just get in, do your shit, and get the fuck out. So I didn't really want to socialize a lot. I had a husband at home and whatever. Um, but uh, sidebar, yes, I always respected your professional. Now, why wasn't he out doing fucking stand-up? Why he was, was he at home? He was. <laughs> we would take turns. We had a dog or something. <laughs> uh, uh, Chelsea Lately, I just want to ask you this one question because I want to know if you had the same thing I did. So for those of you who don't know, the morning of Chelsea Lately, we you and I both did the round table uh, for a few years, whatever. They they would give you topics at like 10 a.m. And you would have... The most stressful four the hours. Most, yeah. But in those four hours, you had to get your makeup and hair done, get your ass down to the west side, because I lived in Silver Lake, so mm -hmm. I'd drive across town, and then write banger jokes for what was going to be televised The number of night. people I rear-ended writing jokes about Miley Cyrus... <laughs> Do you feel like we should send that bitch? Like I am, like my true, like the number of yeah. times I almost died. Yeah, getting that joke about Ti. Yeah, and then you get, and then you have all the great jokes. So like we're we're cutting that topic. And you're yeah. like, no. 
<laughs> but what was your process? Because I remember I would have like diarrhea, just like mine. <laughs> it was it Good. was I actually started being pretty strategic about it because I was never comfortable talking about celebrities or making fun of them because I, I just like I don't I don't know. It just made me feel um, bad. Yeah. And I I was like, OK, what I'm going to do is anytime there's a topic about someone, I'm going to find a way to just make fun of myself. Oh, uh, smart. And I'm either going to incorporate a joke that's like not working and it's not good enough for my stand up, but like here, this way, it's all of a sudden a yeah. joke, you yeah. know? So I would always try to turn around on myself. So I'd be like, so-and-so overdosed on cocaine. It's like, well, when I tried to do it, I would just try to segue it. That's so smart. Gosh. Yeah, because I was such a nervous wreck those years. It was such a big deal for me to do those roundtables and like, and you're competing so with your friends in a way. Yeah. Like, it's weird to be like, like comedians, I feel like it's like, we all are like, we know we all, we're not competing with each other. We're not, but it was like, all right, I got to get my joke in. I got, yeah. you're ready to like. You had to, because you only had this, such a, such a finite you window. You had to jump to in and cut in. off your own friends. And then it was just oh, like stressful. so embarrassing. Yeah. Because like, good to see you. Da, da, da. And then you get out there and you're like, you're not my fucking friend, man. I'm getting this bit <laughs> in. I'm getting this chunk and I gotta sell out helium, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I don't know you and I don't fucking know you. Yeah. But I like that about you. So I would, I would watch how you did it and that's what you would do. And I'm like, oh, because I would always watch you in, in in this business. And I'm like, this, and I had to learn this from you, was, um, how should I, let me back this up even farther. Let's go back even farther. So I think back in like, oh, six or oh seven I'm working a not a day job but I'm I'm working as a writer and I think you're working as a late night writer or you would just done late and I was like how yeah. is this bitch doing this and I was so envious I think about you that truly every day I see you on Instagram or do anything I'm like ah! how does how we have the same That's take so on funny. each other no but but then I go I go wow how is she doing that and then I would go to my therapist and talk about it and um but the beauty of you from in my life has been like wait you were talking about your therapist you didn't about Whitney Cummings I think someone I, else told me that <laughs> <laughs> am I that triggering you're just very triggering I for said, people you know what I say that I I said that recently somewhere I was like I think I bring up a lot that it's nothing to do with you as Whitney as a human it had nothing to do with my self worth but it had everything to do with going. Oh, wait, why do I why do I feel that envy? I think I want that too. How do I get there now? And it, it but it really helped me in life. So whenever I'm on Instagram or or wherever and you have that inclination to be envious of somebody, like instead I go like, "Well, what is that?" Oh, they just have something that I I think I want to go that way now. So it's been a really useful tool over the years. So thank you. Oh, uh, you <laughs> Fuck. For so I inspire one. you to be more successful than me. <laughs> God damn it. Great a monster. <laughs> no, I, 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 I feel so It's so, it's just so funny to me when I look back at that time and, and, you know, a, a podcasting can be so healing because these conversations happen. Yeah. And I, so many people, like Natasha Leggero said that in a, in a way, I just wanted so badly to be friends with you guys. And oh. so to think that I was causing any kind of like, you know, stress in a business oh. that is so unfair and mercurial and confusing. And especially for us, like and we're pitted against each other. But my experience during that time is just so interesting because I was so not, I wasn't like enjoying, I was just like so scared. And so, yeah, and so I was like, I feel bad and I'm making other people feel bad. Like, you're not this making it, but here's the difference is that you're not making anybody feel anything, Winnie. It's never, you're never making anyone feel anything. And the fact that you were, and I think a lot of the male comics have mentors, like very clear mentors. Mm. And I, and even like Joe Rogan, I would argue, like 
say that he was a mentor of mine. He very much encouraged me. Yes. But he also mentored so many male comics under him directly. And I think like watching you, you're indirectly a mentor in a way because you were like fearless and like, no, 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 I want that. I'm going to go get that. And I was like, oh, that's what you do. Like when you feel like you deserve to have stuff because I didn't feel like I deserve to have stuff. So I had to learn that lesson of like, dude, I deserve shit. Okay, well, who do I talk to to get it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what you, but but you're a great example of that. And that brings up insecure shit and people that can't handle that. But I also no? feel, I feel like I have so much to learn from you. I don't, this is, I'll tell you something that um, I, that has been like a little like thing, thorn in my side. Oh no, you fucked my husband. No, look, he made me wear your red lipstick. <laughs> He, he made me He's such an he asshole. made me break my ankle it was oh a God. nightmare and get tattoos like <laughs> sleeves he did it like he made me His fall down the stairs like there. he had this whole thing what an asshole sorry okay go ahead and um no it's fine you were on ketamine you were yeah. fucking killing life yeah um and uh i i will say though it's so funny when tom was on my podcast i talked most of the time about how pretty you are oh. and <laughs> Don't worry, my neck sucks. You know, I know this you is gonna fucking be cunt. But this is block. just the same way that anger or or jealousy or whatever it is drove you in other ways. This yeah. will this yeah. I'm feeling like this man in some way is going to there's a gift in here somewhere. Of course, always. There's a gift in here somewhere. Always. Um and uh it's never them, it's you. Totally, it's I totally oh I I'm here's my deal. I have never really understood how, like, podcasting, I, my before I do something, I just like to really understand it. And I think maybe it's like, mm. okay, being a girl, we always had to work twice as hard to get half as far. I come from sports. Like, you don't just do something and then learn later. You know what I mean? Because my brain was very much like, mm, I was kind of taught, like, no one wants to hear women talk for two hours straight. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> We were told that no one's interested. Nobody wants to hear you. And you don't get to fuck anyone. At the, like, <laughs> imagine I'm like a man listening to a, to women gab that he doesn't get to ever fuck. Like, that is not your nightmare. Well, the, like, uh, the irony is on where my mom's at. It was meant to be a mom's podcast. Most of my listeners are young men. <laughs> I'm okay. obsessed. It's not weird to sing. So it doesn't, I, I think this generation I if they, too. Did they not have moms and they're using you as their. I hope so. I'd love to be. Milk is number one. Fine. On baby. <laughs> I'll take him. I'll take him. But I think this, gen, what the nice thing about Gen Z is like they are, they did grow up watching you and me. I mean, I've been on, I did road rules in the 90s. So I've got people who have watched me as a child. That's wild. And you're just like, oh God. Which you're is like, great. I don't even remember that. Which yeah. is great. Like, good. That means the world is changing in such a good way. Don't you think? I, it, it's, it's, I also think it's like about the quality of your fans change, you know, yeah. like it's almost like we, it's not about, I mean, ideally we have as many people as possible that like us, but when you have a group that fucks with you that hard, <laughs> it's hard to give a shit about people's negative comments. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, I have people that have fucked with me for 20 years. Like yeah. you think I, you, I look old? Oh, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do? You don't want to fuck me? Oh, what am I going to do? I was all dressed in the lingerie. Like who? I, when someone throws shit at me, I just to wrap that up and then I'll tell you the thing that yeah, was the yeah. thorn in my side. The thing that you what was the thorn me. in the side? The thorn was last time I came on your podcast, I was like, it was before I think I had started podcasting and I didn't, I, I sort of am like, I, I want to know how to do something really well. Yeah. And I remember going on and being like, okay, podcast now. 
everyone's being vulnerable and like talking about their depression and you have to be really serious. That Because every podcast I've done, I go in to try to be like funny and silly and everyone's like, so tell us about being molested. And I'm like, it's like <laughs> noon. Why did I drive to Van Nuys to this fucking, to your apartment. Who wants to hear this To be shit. serious. Yeah. Don't And so I was out. like, okay, when you're on podcast, you have to be open. You have to like reveal a secret. Or yeah. then a lot of times people like, they're like, oh, people want to hear you talk about like the business, like inside business stuff. So I remember com um, coming on your podcast. Now, how, who did you hear that from? That everyone, how do you gather your information? You're so, it's you're a, so funny this it's way. It's a great. <laughs> how do you gather? The Pew Research Center. Um, <laughs> No, um, it is my inner child does most of the work. <laughs> she yeah. runs around and uh, it's like either feedback or and this is why I try not to look at comments because you get a skewed concept of data and what people want and what people don't want. And yeah. most people don't make comments at all. So yeah. the usually like if someone's making a comment it, to weigh the, them harder is just silly because they're probably fucking insane. But I guess I just got so much good feedback after I did like Tim Ferriss. It was like, you had all this great advice on how to uh, manage your time and like yeah. how to become a comedian and break into the business. And I guess I just got asked that a lot. So, so you wanted to do things perfectly and you did your research and I you guess learned I just that was people like, want You said you want, they want a secret. So you have to give up a secret. They want to hear They don't want to hear about your molestations all the time. No, I, but the time. I, this is like what I'm in hearing. I'm like, okay, this is what does well in pot. And then I'm going to do your podcast. And I'm like, I really want to hit this out of the park. These are my really good friends. I want to fucking nail this. So I better come with some serious shit. <laughs> and then it's right before we get on, you're like, so just FYI, it just like, literally we're going to talk about farts. And I was like, um, well, I have some good advice ready and I, I had know. a sexual assault in college. I was going to maybe discuss it. And you're like, literally no. poop, farts. And I, and I, and I couldn't, I didn't course correct fast enough. Yeah. Like I didn't just go, oh yeah, just be yourself and be a silly idiot. Yeah. And I was like, I think that when <laughs> it takes a very um, advanced brain to be able to let go of everything you've always been taught. And yeah. just go, oh, I guess I can just be funny and silly. And you know, it doesn't have to be like with all the Chelsea Lately stuff. Pre-written out. Pre-thought out. <gasps> intense. <gasps> I know. Well, but, but isn't that too the blessing of just getting wiser and older is like you start to go like with this this special. I was like, I'm going to fucking get. A Dolce Gabbana suit. Dude, I'm gonna, gonna put this some is where we're going. This is what we're doing. This is it's. This is time. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I just I don't give a fuck. I've been locked if up in I my house. If I ever for see years. you on stage without sequins, <laughs> full <laughs> sequins, I will riot and <laughs> boycott you and get you rid of your sponsors and say it. that you rape me. But this is what happened. I'm just saying, like the level of, and I hate saying I don't give a fuck. Fuck. You. It's not that. It's just like. Life is so finite. And I think the older I get, I just had a birthday, so I'm very cognizant of like, oh God, it's ending. It's like, have fun. Try to, try to live because this is not going to last forever. And, and you know what else? And just God. a little business cheat, like my brain, sometimes I have to go the circuitous route in order. Also, it's more fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> when someone's in love with life and having fun. It's also better. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. that's the main reason to do it. That's true. Because you're better at more people like watching it. Yeah. It is when you're watching someone's like, so clearly like needs it so bad. And yeah. you're just like, I, I can Intense. feel this energy. It's, yeah. it's, it's too much. Because when you're not having a good time, you it feels like pressure for other people. That is the secret sauce, though, isn't it? Fun having it's it's got to be fun. Yeah. It's got to be fun. I do want to ask you this because sure, go ahead. I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to get married and have yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just curious. I did. I actually wrote this down. Um, do you have to, if you're married. Sure. Do you have to say sorry if you're not sorry and just sell it? 
the way you would fake an orgasm. Fuck. So here's the deal, man. It's not saying sorry when you're not sorry. It's oh, it's a deeper manipulation than that. <laughs> it really fucking is. It's so much more advanced than that. I've told you the story about um, when I saw you and Tom at Jerry's Deli on Ventura in Laurel Canyon. No. He was doing comedy on a box. <laughs> we used to do comedy on just random like Aww. boxes from I don't know school plays. Remember Jerry's Deli? Yeah, that next that door at the kibbutz room was the stand up. Yes, yeah, that was, it was a great bo- place. And I would I saw you guys there once. This must have been like literally eighteen years ago. And I was like, good luck. <laughs> so like, okay, that's gonna like I remember specific- that's gonna last. I remember like you were like watching with your notebook, and I was like, cool guys, you think you're gonna like stay together? Fucking psycho. Twenty years later. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but, but he's tattooed on your arm. I know, look at me. I'm Tom, Tom forever. I've got my knuckle tats. Um, but the truth is, I think you have to find somebody that you have the same where your mental issues connect. So we both have a very our issues just line up so nicely. And then it's also learning about that person over years and years, and you go like, all right, I know what that is. I'm not going to touch it. It's respect. It's more about being respectful of what their shit is. Because I'm not perfect either, yeah, and dog. I wish he'd give me a fucking Pass. break. Can I tell you the best thing I've realized is that your husband is not your 15 year old best girlfriend. So Cray Sean, the rapper, was on my "Where My Mom's At" podcast. I, I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. <laughs> Shout out to Cray Sean. <laughs> and she goes, she goes. You know what I want, Christina? I just want an enmeshed 15 year old girlfriend relationship. <laughs> And I was like, that's exactly what I want to. And that's, I think I had carried that into marriage for a minute where I was like, oh, well, that's, it's not an adult marriage. And no, yeah, that's your partner. Like you guys are part, we're partners in many ways. But like, if I saw Tom doing, like, let's say he f- fell off a rock wall and he was like, motherfucker, I'd be like, I'll see you later. I'm going to go with the kids. Boop, boop, FaceTime Bert. This yeah. feels like great content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get me a second yeah. home, please. Yeah. Go buy a <laughs> Porsche. Uh, yeah. Second home in Tahiti. Yeah. Let's yeah. just stream this, please. But like, uh, <laughs> you just turn on the camera and leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totes. Like you figure this shit out. That was, I did a movie about um, neurology. It's called The Female Brain. Yes. And it's like, you can't imply anymore that men and women have any biological differences, right, which is right. what are we doing? Um, but yeah. uh, I, I met with the the woman that wrote it, the neuroscientist. I went to Sausalito and she was like explaining everything to me. I spent the day with her because I was like playing her. And I was like, just top line. If 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 women or whatever people could get from this movie, men, women, if I learned one thing from you today, like don't throw big words at me. Like what is the yeah. best piece of advice you can give people? And she went, your boyfriend is not your girlfriend. They have 20 minutes. You have 20 minutes max. And it's not, you know, like all of our attention spans are changing now, whatever. But it's just like, you're not talking about your your sister's wedding. You're not talking about your brother's new girlfriend and her fucking highlights. You're not, that is called your girlfriend. And that's why it took me so long to understand, oh, healthy romantic relationships, you have to have healthy friendships. Yes. Because if you have toxic girlfriends. Yeah. You come back and make, she fucking didn't show up. And then she fucking did this. And he's like, why the fuck? And then the healthy ones, you get to go talk about all that dumb bullshit and gossip. And then he just gets to, you know. Do his thing. And, whatever. and, 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 and you know, he's got his life to live. You've got your life to live. And you want to like foster that for each other. I think that's how you do it. You know? And if you have kids, that's a whole other dynamic. When are, here's what, like, what, okay. So. Yeah, go ahead. I'll tell you everything. 
I know. I'm just obsessed because there's just little things for me. And I, I, I grew, I think we had a similar-ish upbringing where we had to be very precocious and kind of take care of ourselves yes. very young yeah. and be the adult very young. And I'm so, I think that maybe sometimes I overcorrect with having really harsh boundaries because I don't, I know I, it's a relapse in codependence if I start taking care of an adult mm. in any way. That's not your husband, you know, yeah. or if I start being codependent and worrying about their feelings or try to control their comfort level yeah. or I'm like, I think they're in a bad mood. So I should like start offering things that start perfect, like just that shit of like walking on eggshells and trying to make sure someone's OK, yep. which is my old shit growing up. But like, I'll go just like make coffee in the kitchen. If he's sitting there, like, do I have to offer him some? <laughs> Right. Like, what's the protocol? Because that's literally what's stopping me the from getting proto. married. Because taking I, caregiving. Well, I'm just saying I don't to. want to set a precedent that this is always going to happen. Okay, I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you what's up. Seriously, real talk. Here's some fucking shit. This is what you're going to learn. Because I lived with a dude before I got married to Tom. And I made all the mistakes that I'm... I made a lot of mistakes in the guy that I lived with. Number one, when you're with a guy, don't ever fucking do his laundry. Don't ever fucking do his laundry. You set that precedent from day one... That I don't do your laundry, homie. That's all you. Or we have a housekeeper. The housekeeper does mm -hmm. it. I'm telling you, I never did Tommy's laundry. Not because I don't love him. Not because I give a shit about the skids in his drawers. But I don't want to <laughs> resent him when I'm full. You full, full Codependence is future resentment. And then he yeah. hasn't done anything wrong. He's it's done like nothing wrong. Well, why did you do? We did, I didn't know you didn't want. Why did you do that if you didn't want to? So, so if you know what, if you know what's too much, outsource it. I think the the greatest thing he and I ever did. He and I have never spent weekends scrubbing toilets, even at our brokest. When we lived in the fucking Rampart division, we had a housekeeper because we knew that that would breed. That's too far. So you do what's comfortable. I like to spoil him. I feed him because I know that's what he loves, right? Mm -hmm. Tommy's into food. He's, he likes croissants or whatever the fuck it is. I'll make sure to bring him home treats every time. So like even now, if he's still home, I'll bring him. I'll stop by a you know, we used to live around here too. I'll stop by uh, the yeah, place. Macaroon? What is he, a fucking king he of England? He loves What them. the fuck? He loves croissants and Why does pastries. he eat like Marie Antoinette? <laughs> he does. He's got the best taste. You're like that. <laughs> Emily, I'm like, who else eats? Emily used to eat a, do you still eat a chocolate croissant every morning? Yeah. That's for like once a year when you're in France for we're a wedding. All, we're all dying. You're like, like should why we would I not? You yeah. much quicker. <laughs> you know what I really love? Like my white trash upbringing. Um, those hot dogs with the chili injected in the middle. I was going to say the ones with the cheese in the middle too. Yeah, yeah Frankenstuffs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Dude, we used to take hot. So good. <laughs> Dude, we used to take hot dogs <laughs> and you would just slice them down the middle yeah. and put cheese in them. Oh, fuck. The yeah. shit. I mean, so I, the sh bagel bites. Yeah, dog. I still Dude, fucking, I still, really? I still fuck with bagel bites. How I get them for my kids, You dude. know what I don't so hate? Good. Stouffer's, all that oh, frozen dude, shit is dude, delicious. Dude, 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 <laughs> can I tell you my epiphany? So we have this, I have this thing on my podcast called Pajitsky Effects where you realize stuff you should have already known. Love. Bro, bro, bro. And why did I not fucking realize that French bread pizza, did you know this? Think about it, is a fucking piece of French bread, homie, cut in half. Yep. I did not know this. Where did you, where have I you don't been? Know. I just thought it was a pizza from France. I was like, oh, this is like French pizza. <laughs> when I would get the frozen shit, I'd be like, it's just French, you know, like they do it different. <laughs> hey guys, you know me. You know me with all my energy. You know me with my blathering mouth, my loquacity. My endless, boundless energy that makes you guys think that I do a cocaine every morning. Where do you get all that energy? I sleep like a goddamn baby, which mm -hmm. which means nothing because 
Doesn't that mean you just like screamed yeah, all night? Yeah. <laughs> I said, which means I screamed to shit my pants all night. <laughs> That's how I always sold out taking candy from a baby. Like, it's going to be so easy taking candy from a baby. Have you ever tried to take anything from a baby? They flip their shit. You'd, lo- you'd lose. Anyway, um, who gave shit. babies candy in the first place? Wait, Wait, oh, it's like taking candy from a baby is an easy thing to yeah, do. Yeah, but it's not. They no freak one thinks, out. No one thinks anything with babies is easy. Nothing is easy with babies. There's a lot of those adages that are, don't, we keep saying them, but they don't, they're not real. Yeah. They'll be like, uh, he's as hungry as a cat. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Happy as a clam. Oh, the things <laughs> known for emoting. <laughs> the things that look like old gray yeah. vaginas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they look like, bombed. Yeah, they look depressed. <laughs> Nick, also my friend Nick, he always points out, Things like that are um, inherent oxymorons, like jumbo shrimp. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I love shit like that. You're like, that is such a... Happy mom. <laughs> so I don't get... Oh, <laughs> happy wife, happy life, <laughs> I guess if. Um, bowl and branch. Now, listen very carefully. I have spent my entire life fighting insomnia, taking crazy sleeping pills, mm-hmm. fighting, like going to bed and just that. That's when the stress begins. Mm-hmm. My workday starts at midnight when I get in bed. When your eyes close, yeah. And it's taken me a long time to realize that like, it's not about my brain and what I did that day or what coffee. For me, it's just about are the sheets cool and crisp enough Mm -hmm. and do I feel like a literal princess? Princess. Well, and also thread count is a myth because it doesn't matter how many threads there are if it's just shitty threads. You know what I'm saying? So like something can be like 10 million thread count. Not if it's straw, It's like getting like a gift card at Long John Silver's. Right. For $1,000. Which Yes, also gift card for diarrhea. (laughs) Bowl and Branch uses the best 100% organic cotton threads for the superior softness and for a better night's sleep. It has Mm. over 10,000 stellar reviews. They also give you a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping and returns on all orders, which is unbelievable. I've never really like thought about sheets before, but when Bowl and Branch sent me these, I I mean, I had a problem getting out of bed before. I'm well, never even here. sheets before like like what Juliet Lewis had in Fear? Yeah, they were like from Cape this, Fear. I think I had slept on the sheets that I was conceived on because they were literally from the 80s and they were just they were soft, but they were and they not. They had tear stains everywhere. <laughs> they had tear stains. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the annual summer event is starting soon, but Boland Branch is giving our listeners exclusive early access before anyone else to 20% off with promo code Whitney at BolandBranch.com. This is their best offer of the year before the holidays. <gasps> so act now. That's <sighs> Boland Branch. B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code Whitney for 20% off. Merry Christmas. I fell asleep just looking at him. It's happy holidays. Oh, oh my God. Oh Racist toxic. Racist toxic. Racist toxic. Racist toxic. Did you fart? That was the most bully. That's blonde shit, dude. That is a blonde bitch. Did you fart? Because now everyone thinks you did. Fuck you. You know there's nothing I can say. If I say no, I'm defensive. But I said it like, like I was shocked. I heard a fart sound and I was laughing. No, that wasn't. A, that wasn't like. Did you fart? That was like. Why do you need to know? Like Who cares? <laughs> if I did, why I, would you I call said, me out? I said it through laughs. That's like how you that. said it. I, I don't know. I you've seen me laugh for ten years, and you know how I laugh. And all I've of a sudden actually, today, it sounded like I've a fart. But I've never heard you fart. That's probably true. And as you shouldn't. No one's heard. That's not. I am. 
big on no one should hear anyone fart. Yeah, no, me too. I, I'm good. No, I just, it's weird that I haven't. So I was hoping today was it's the day. It's not weird. Have you heard your friends <laughs> fart? That's not normal. No, you're right. I have. I don't believe you should have heard that. You know what doesn't make me fart? Mud water. The coffee alternative <laughs> with four ad- adaptogenic mushrooms with are your verdict <laughs> Okay. Mud water, WTR. Mud water. Murder. See, that's how you know it's cool. It's just an act. They don't, no they vowels. don't need vowels. No vowels necessary. Yeah. It's a coffee alternative with four adaptogenic mushrooms and Ayurvedic herbs. herbs. Here's the deal, guys. Coffee's canceled. <laughs> I've tried to give it's a- It's racist and toxic. I'm just saying, <laughs> racist and toxic. There is finally an alternative available that is not- some weird ass, it doesn't come from like a weird plastic bag mm-hmm, that you have to mm-hmm. order off Reddit. That's mm-hmm. like some coffee alternative spelled wrong yep. that has like, like it's wrapped. It's like you get it off Etsy. It's like wrapped in a diaper right, with right, like right. duct tape. This mm-hmm. is a real company. Yep. And they made mud water. It gives you energy without anxiety, without jitters or the crash of coffee. Each ingredient was added for a purpose. Cacao and chai for mood. And I know, please drink that. And a microdose of caffeine. Lion's mane for alertness. Lion's mane is like the (laughs) You're alert. Call Lord Michaels. She's got some impressions on deck. I'm a lion. (laughs) You're a lion and apostrophe. (laughs) Lion's mane for alertness, immeasurable talent, as you just saw from Emily. Cordyceps for help to support physical performance. Can Chaga you, can and you perform for us physically? So <laughs> I just performed an impersonation of a lion. Chaga <laughs> and reishi to support your immune system. Turmeric for soreness and cinnamon for antioxidants. Which is like a game changer. Mud is whole. So now you know. I, I was eating cinnamon by just putting it in a spoon and swallowing it. I was snorting it. <laughs> Mud is Whole30 approved, 100% USDA organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, and kosher certified. What's your Folger? Do people still drink that? No. Mud water allows you to build a morning ritual that promotes sustained energy without the crash. Go to mudwater.com slash Whitney to support the show and use code Whitney for 15% off. And it's, the, this is weird because this is the only one I'm confused about the website. And it's the only one that doesn't tell you how to spell it. <laughs> M-U-D-W-T-R. Yeah. It's the old, that's how cool this company is. They don't care if you find them. Dude, most most ad reads at the end, we have to go like blue bottle, B-L-U-E-B-O-T-T. Everyone's like, we know. And this one actually is a little bit like tricky. Tricky. And there's like, it's fine. That's how cool That's this how company. Cool they are. They're like, if you can't fucking figure it out, if you we can't, don't want you to have our product. If you can't figure it out, use our code Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> W-T-N-Y. Back to the show. <laughs> I want to ask you about Hungarian ancestral trauma, but when you, <laughs> I'm gotta know. I haven't asked someone about their ancestral trauma in a while. Ancestral trauma is real. It is the realist, but it's what real. is the? And it's not only just you're getting raised by someone that has, but like you've inherited trauma. What's Bro. the? Well, let me tell you what mine is. Okay, so Hungary, fucking before that, they okay. So World War Two. So uh-huh. it start, that's as far back as I know, right? Uh-huh. World War Two. My grandma gives birth to my father in a tiny village in Germany. She flees on foot uh, with a, a baby and uh, my uncle to back to Hungary. So then anyway, World War II happens. The Germans fuck up Hungary. And then after that, the communists fuck up Hungary. So it's two 
major wars destroying. And then the communists destroy Central Europe and Eastern Europe for the next, what, 40 years in communism. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, Russia, you see how cool they are with Ukraine. Yeah, pretty chill <laughs> that's, that's shit. A, that's a cool regime, right, pretty. to live under? like. So it, and Hungary was a beautiful country, ha, has its own culture, its own language, was part of the Austro-Hungarian yeah. Empire and was just fucked, ravaged. And so my parents grew up in severe poverty, severe restriction with language, with what you can say, what you can do. The government will throw you in the fucking gulag if you speak out against the regime. So I'm very and sensitive that is at to this a time. Kind of that is at a time like when it. like it was also word of mouth or some, yeah. like you didn't have receipts. It was like, yeah. I heard this guy spoke against the government. Oh, like it, there's no way all of it was right. Oh, and <laughs> children would be encouraged to rat out their own family. That is so. And you had this horrible incidence where kids at school are being taught like, hey, if your if your parents say something anti-government, tell. And kids would do it because they're children and you would. Yeah, gone, gone. So this is why I don't like this. I, I hate it when people are restricting other people's speech in this country and makes me fucking nuts because it's a slippery slope, dude. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. And about it's, it. You sh it, well, I think for me, what it is, is like, we should be so lucky to be able to talk shit about our government. We should be so lucky to say this to say offensive anything. thing. Like, even if you don't agree with it, thank God we're able to yes. say dumb shit yeah. and not get thrown into a well. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, why aren't you uh, appreciating and having gratitude for the fact that we are allowed to talk shit about our government and yeah, it's, not it's, disappear? It bums me out. But anyway, speaking of generational trauma. So, yeah, so there's all that. And then uh, my parents escaped from communism in 69 to Canada and then had me in Canada. And then we moved Whoa. to L.A. in 1980. So. I'm not even born in this country. My kids are now first generation American. So that's how fucking much like trauma, whatever we're working out here. And so like I've been through so much therapy to try to like just make give them a chance of being just, you know, American kids like normal or whatever. And you know what I think I was thinking about you last night and I was like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, why don't I have a kid yet? And why don't I like what's going? How am I going to talk about this with her? And I was like, I think what I'm realizing and is that such a big part of why I like haven't yet is I'm waiting for when I'm going to be the perfect mom. Oh yeah. It's never going to happen. And that doesn't, you, you don't, and no one wants a perfect mom. What that would be, what does that even mean? What does that even look like? I know. So, you know what I'm saying? There's no such thing. And I go like, that's so, I don't know. I think we spend so much time being like, fuck our parents, fuck everyone that did everything before us. They didn't have tools. They dropped the ball. I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm, it's I'm I'm I got, I'm fine. You're fine. Yeah. I'm got here. You know what I mean? There's a lot of like really. I know in my life what is painful and what isn't. I know like I have tools to get through it, and it's kind of my choice at this point if I want to feel sorry for myself or not. And Absolutely. Like, and that is like it is a choice whether I'm going to be happy today or not. If I choose not to be, that's my that's on me. Absolutely. If I'm going to feel sorry for myself or be into my victim shit or whatever, or go like I'm going to still talk about what happened to me when I was five. It's over, man. It's <laughs> stop. And then it's like, and my dad didn't. Why are you so obsessed with your dad? Yeah. Are you in love with him? Yeah. It's just a sort of like he was there as much as he could have been. I don't know what to tell you. Like it's just sort yeah, of like they're limited. Yeah, everyone's limited. You're dating a new man, and all you do is think about your dad. Move on. <laughs> he's like, well, it's he's because, the one that got away. But you can't help it. Like, but here's the fucked part about all that is that you can't, it's unconscious, right? And and the crazy part about having kids is like, depending on what age they are, 
will trigger exactly where you were at that age emotionally. So that's why that's why it's tricky. Because if like, let's say like, for instance, for me, I'm, I'm four years old. That's the year my parents divorce. Uh, when I'm three, we moved to America. And so like that's those are like heavy things to happen to. I'm not saying like boohoo, boohoo is me. But but so watching my kids at that age, you unconsciously relive that is okay. Like, now I'm never having kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm I'm past it. And it was in the past. You're gonna, but you'll re it, you can't help it. I That's think the well, crazy there's like part. okay, then in that case, when I'm four, I'll just leave for six months and let <laughs> someone else take care yeah. of it. I'll come back. It's four your most traumatic. I'll leave it like six, eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'll pop in and out. It's a disaster. It's crazy. What have you had that? Like yeah, like see, I think for me, like the my shrink was like, yeah, the because my parents, let's say, were about to divorce. So like one through three, my parents are fighting. We move countries. Mm. So like, so one through three for me is really hard with my children because they're so needy and vulnerable and it's terrifying when they get sick or like. But do you see yourself being like, I was like this and going through Helpless and I didn't like my mom. Cause my mom was borderline and schizophrenic. So her touch and her comfort probably didn't feel. Or were you just sensitive? <laughs> Or were you just jealous? I was like, I don't know. That she was having more fun than you. I don't know. <laughs> or were you just needy? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> but so, so you know what I mean? Yeah. And I relive that. So then there's this weird thing that happens once they turn four, I calm down. I calm down. Because wow. I feel like four is the magic number. Because four is the year my parents divorce. And now I'm free. Meaning I'm out of the yelling and the chaos of their marriage. And my mom and I are living in an apartment complex and we're on our own and my parents are apart. Isn't that wild? So it was apartment complex. It was all immigrants. It was like Persians, Israelis, Armenians, French, like, and I would just rock in this community, so dude. I would just like, yeah, I would fucking just roll around and like go to my friend's house here and eat Armenian food here and then go to my friend here. And I was so free and I loved it. It was, it was, so it ended up being really cool. And I feel like that's, you know, I got to learn about people and life and all this shit from this, uh, you know, single mom, whatever existence. And, and I, it's it weird a trip. I'm trying to really have like, you know, because mental illnesses aside, all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. I look at like now, it's just like the the older I get, the more I feel like my parents like. I'm like, whether that was good or bad, like I benefited from that. Yeah. Whether I won't do that to my kids. They'll get all the same stuff a different way. But like yeah. I've done so much work and, and I'm like that it, it was all a win for me. Yeah, it was all this prepared me for that. Like I've had to do a lot of work, but I'm like when the, when this happened, this prepared me for that. And oh, good. So I didn't get this and this hurt. And this is how it paid off for me later. Like yeah. that's how I, that's how I've been able to get that like peace and resolve and not like I'm like, I don't want to be obsessing about my parents for the rest of my life. It's, I, I want to live you, my life but, as an adult. But, but you have to when you go into therapy, you have to do it for a while mm -hmm. so that you can reframe your story, which yes. is what you're doing. Yes. And what? Like I've done in fucking a decade of therapy. Too. And when you realize like, oh, okay. resentments towards others is drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Uh, you hurt me this whole time. I'm not going to continue hurting myself. Yeah. Like I'm going to put a stop to this right now. Yeah. Like it's so this this ends to, you know, and also we forgive others not because they deserve forgiveness, but because we deserve peace. Yeah. It's like more forgiveness about you. is for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, I don't think I'll, also, too, when you, you look at human behavior and you're like, Dude, really think about it. How much shit is actually done to you? Like legit done to, yes, there are malicious things. Nine times out of 10, everyone's in their own fucking thought. Everyone's up in their own shit. Yep. They ain't even thinking about you. So maybe they were disrespectful or they didn't, you know, some guy bumps into you at the fucking coffee shop. Who cares? Like he ain't thinking about me. It is so water off a duck's back yeah. at this point. It is so 
you get to decide. And it really is. It's the insecure narcissist. I'm a piece of shit at the center of the universe. Right. The yeah, idea of like right. everyone's spending their day trying to fuck me. Like no one cares. Like, I'm going to go bu- run into her. I fucking hate her. I don't. It's just like they don't know what's happened. They're all on their. Nobody they're cares. All looking at their negative comments on their Facebook. Like she doesn't like me. Like everyone is in their own spiral. And even the people that are acting out towards you, it's about their shit. It's never about you, dude. And I and I think that something and to circle back to about the comments, like in something that's really mean, nasty, I will write back sometimes. (laughs) I hope that did what you wanted it to do. Right. Like, I hope, I hope you achieved <laughs> your goal. Did that feel good? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, but I, I genuinely do because yeah. my thing is like, like you said before, we're entertainers. We're supposed to conjure emotion in people and yeah. it is my job to make your day. Yeah. And if you hurting me made your day, if cool. that's, yeah. I just hope it worked. <laughs> zing. You zing me, you son of a bitch. This you is like, me. this is what Christina was downstairs. I just renovated fuck. my the, the house and All she right. sat down on this like outdoor swing and she just looked at me and she went, so did it work? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? It doesn't work. She's like, no, like, did it work? Like, did this house fix everything? Yeah. And I was like, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Well, like, I, I have this thing because I, you and I both grew up with not a lot. And it's like, listen, motherfucker, don't tell me your life sucks if you're a fucking millionaire. Fuck you. Do not tell me. Oh, shut up. Go pay for therapy. You can't go fucking take your Lexapro. Go get on a treadmill, work out, fix your diet, asshole. If you've got the resources to fix this and you're not, Mm -hmm. it is a crime. There's plenty of people that would use that gratefully for yeah. their child's health care. Yeah. And I, yeah. I do think some people. Stop it. There is a, a sickness that in a lack of perspective. <sighs> and I feel like I've lost a couple of friends over that where I'm just like. What do you mean? Oh, uh, God, about- just to sort of like the things you complain about, like you've lost. Yeah, you're, you've, you're, you're, you're gone, touch. dude. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually gone. And um, but wait, I, I yeah. do think I do need to ask you a couple more questions. Go ahead. Because I do need to either get married or have a kid. Okay, at some well, point. So well, how long have you been with this guy? Two years, but we broke up a couple times. That's okay. During, yeah. It was like... During, Do you was, want to be married? It's weird because in my head, we're like married. I sound like a guy that I dated in my 20s. We're ma- like, we're married. Like, I feel like we're basically married. Don't you? Like, I can't. I feel like signing a paperwork. No. We don't have to get that government involved. Like, I just, I think for, again, like my perfectionism maybe takes over and I'm like, well, then I have to plan a wedding and then I have to, and then I have to, and then literally my biggest fear is having a wedding and having to be sincere in front of all my friends and oh, comedians. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> I, that, can I tell you, that's 100% Tom and I too. We were like, we can't do this. This is too vulnerable in front of people yeah I, agree. I can't like I can't like I literally was like if we get married we can't we either have the roast party wedding or the wedding but I can't fuck I know what you mean it's so I'm, embarrassing I'm my vows I will you will walk away if comics are there I know I will <laughs> make so much fun I will have it's to make so fun of embarrassing you. I know well then, don't invite comics. Yeah. Well, you no. have to invite comics. You can invite us. To it reception. is. It is funny because I was thinking about. it. I was like, if you Fuck. you can't get married last minute, you have to give them like a two and a half year heads up, yeah. and you have to get married on a Tuesday because like, we have to book these <laughs> venues a year in advance. I know. Um, okay, I sorry. Go I, ahead, I go, guess go. I'm just curious if these are normal feelings. Go ahead. Like I am making coffee. If you want it, get it. If I can, I walk down the hall and just be like, "What's up?" Do I have to stop and talk? Every sure, time? sure, sure. Like, can we be roommate? Like, can we, can you ever just coexist with someone yes. without the pressure of having to think about them? That's marriage. That's marriage. 
So, so that's, that's part of it. So, so it's a dance, right? It's a balance of like, I think about you. I don't need to think about you right now. You want to, I believe I'm a little old school with how I treat my husband. Like I do the European lady model where like, I know I'm not, I'm a very like Euro wife in that I'm very tradish. I cook, mm-hmm. we ha- I hire someone to clean, but I do love to cook for him. I believe in do your Kegels every day. I do my Kegels. My box is tight. Now, I I like to look nice around the house. I don't look like a piece of shit. I don't just wear schmata around like a dirty bitch. You like, know what? I look nice. That's important for self-respect and self-esteem anyway. When you yeah. go into Al-Anon, like 12-step program of adult children of alcoholics, stuff like that, one of the f- first things is like put on a pair of pants and fucking shoes yeah. and a button-down shirt, even if you're working yeah. from home, even if you're just hanging out that day, put your hair oh, up. Yeah. Because It's a matter of like, self-respect yeah and it changes your uh self-esteem oh my god during the pandemic i would just wear fancy dresses around the house because i was bored and i would put on wigs and just to like feel like i'm doing something i should have gone the wig route instead of the permanent (laughs) dye route (laughs) i remember there were some times i was like what's going on over there do we have like, to intervene. Are you okay? I'm like, you went to Texas, so. <laughs> oh, I did the ultimate <laughs> you pandemic. Also, okay, I feel like my blue hair isn't as crazy as you fucking moving Move to, to Texas. States. Jesus oh Christ. God. Isn't that wild? Wild. Oh, the world yeah. is crazy right now. But by the way, if oh. the... <laughs> Wait, what? Here's my name. What is this? A record player? Yes. Why didn't I get that? This? Was for the 50th anniversary. Well, there's. I'm sure they have one for you. Fucking send me one. Yeah, my fucking name's mm. right here. I mean, they they maybe they right sent here. it. Did they send it to Texas? They or maybe better. yeah, that's you. I know. Isn't that cute? I love it's a real this. record player. It's that's a comedy store isn't record it player. Special it's... that we even get to be a part of this legacy. It's like it's wild. It's surreal. It's surreal. It's dude. very surreal. Because when I was a kid growing up in LA, one time I went to the comedy store. I was like 19 with my parents. And I had white hair like I do now. And some comedian was up in the OR. And he's like, everybody, he's like, what's your name? I'm like, Christina. He's like, Tina the albino girl is here today. And I was like, you fucking cunt. I love you. And I remember being like, I think I want to do this. I think I want to do this. There's nothing better. Like, the reason I love the comedy store so much for, like, there's a million reasons. But I feel like when you come from a painful background, which most people have, and you have these tools to survive in that environment. The war we fought as children, right? All these like maladaptive behaviors and all these like yeah. ways to survive. And you get out in the world and none of it works anymore. It's, yeah. It doesn't go well. People don't like it. So true. Being paranoid, being self-preservation, sort of being hypervigilant, like always shape-shifting. Like it worked at Thanksgiving and Christmas every year. Yeah. It doesn't work anywhere else. And then you go, <laughs> and then you have all these superpowers because you had to learn yeah. how to manipulate and lie yep. and cheat and steal. And like, I had to become such a good liar. I had to become so good at manipulating. And then you become an adult in the world and you're like, oh, people don't like it when you do this. Not <laughs> in I'm, personal world. In show business, it's I fantastic. They love it. <laughs> You fucking hit pay dirt, bro. That's how you it's got. So that's how you got famous I mean, so every, fast when you guys. I, I you, truly, everyone bitch, was like, "It's a bunch of psychopaths." I'm like, "I'm pig and I'm shit." Here, yeah, like, bitch. I saw you on the bus, on the side of the bus, and like, oh wait, I'm like, how'd she do that already? She just started. I'm like, school is in session. Yeah. You amateurs. Yeah. Uh, we're not trafficking children. We're making them stars. Yeah, you <laughs> did it. I'm not eating this baby's blood. It's yeah. a star. Yeah. You should have taught a fucking seminar on this. And so, um, uh, and then you like have all these sort of also ability to be rough. Like I grew up watching Roseanne and our family system was rough, dude. Passive aggressive, rough, like jokes, jokes, jokes. Yeah. And 
go to the comedy store and you're like, oh, I can actually like, felt, feels like a warm hug. Everyone, yeah. I think a lot of people feel it as like toxic, but just sort of, hey, motherfucker, hey, idiot, hey, whatever. And I think it's really, it's and it's, <laughs> and this is gonna, you know, uh, get me in trouble, I'm sure. But I think that also maybe just when you're a female comic, you, I mean, you were with, you know, Tom for so long, but I'm so unattractive to other male comics just what? as, no, just as a, why would you date the person that's, you, like there was just an, Instant to me, let's not shit where we eat with male comics. Yeah, same Z's. Tom was the first one I ever did anything with. But there's this nice anything. feeling of just feeling weirdly asexual around. Yeah. yeah. Like there's no like, am I looking? There's, it made me realize how much I, I spent, how much time and energy I was thinking about male approval. Oh, that's interesting. Until yeah. I was with a bunch of men that love women, but yeah. I was neutered and I got to just like not, Cause I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know. I had, I had real issues with my own femininity. Uh, I think cause I had mom issues, right? Like uh, what level of femininity is okay? Which is a big problem, right? In standup, at least for me, the first 10 years, I was always trying to play down my looks. I don't want to wear a dress on stage. I don't want to look too feminine. I don't want to show my boobs. I don't want to da 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 Cause then the, the, it's a lot of dynamics that I think I overthought. Yes. When in reality, everyone was like, just be funny. We're, Just be we're, funny. And then I'm like, should I wear uh, sneakers or I wear my backpack on stage? Hair up or down? Constantly. And then you start to realize, like, I think, you know, everybody wants inclusivity and all that. And I'm like, the best thing about comedy is that it's the great equalizer, dude. Like, no one gives a fuck if you're fat, if what color you are, what gender, what da 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 da. If you're crushing, you're gonna get mad respect from all your homies, all your peers are gonna be like, that's what's up. By the way, also doesn't matter. Famous. So yeah. I, something that I like makes me love you more and more every day is like you're the most famous you've ever been. And I feel like as a stand up, you're working harder than I've oh, than you've thanks. ever worked. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? You know, what's funny, though. I don't feel famous. When do you feel famous? Because <laughs> I don't know if I feel it because I think people like I feel like my peers are like, hey, you're famous. My stepsister the other day was like, you know, you're famous. Right. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I I we got to get you to a cool. commercial airport soon. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, okay, all right. We got to get you to a grocery yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get you out to an H-E-B. Yeah, yeah. H-E-B. <laughs> People are so chill in Texas, maybe. But by the um, really quick, just yeah, about sorry. that. Yeah, about go, that. Go, no, no, go. no. I think, my, in general, my, my gut to that is mom, famous moms tend to not feel that. Because your you're, you're kids are just like, Oh, they suck everything out of you. They, totally. They don't treat you in no. the way <laughs> they treat you like such trash. They, I don't feel fair. They our, don't fucking care. Are famous care. people supposed to you, not like have shit on their chin? Oh my God, you would die. So I was watching TV. I was on, so the day that I did this Amy Schumer thing, like the parental advisory show. It's yeah, like, the Netflix special. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it, it drops today, kids. Like I'd forgotten because I'd already been up at 6 a.m. with my kids. And I'm like, dude, I'm on, I'm on fucking Netflix today, dude. I was like, come on, let me see what I look like. Come on, I wore this crazy outfit. And my kids could not be less interested. And I was like, just look at mommy. And they're like, we want to watch fucking Fairly Odd Parents. No. And they're like, no. look at me. I'm wearing feathers for fuck's sake. Somebody noticed. No, no you have like Done. major career dysmorphia Done. because yeah. your children are emotionally abusive yeah. to you. And yeah, is, I think so. It is. You are really like, but yeah. that's probably a good place to be. I think that that's probably place. good because I think if you took it in, it probably would be very confusing, and disoriented. And I think when people yeah are too aware of it it doesn't it's not healthy it's not good i don't I, think because we've seen so many people implode in our business and i i think that's a good thing about like i've been at this for 20 years that's it's been a slow burn it's been really slow cool grind. by the way thank god when i think thank god when i think about like all the stuff i didn't get that i really wanted yeah. i'm like 
I, thank God I didn't get that opportunity before I was ready. I, thank God I got to do this special at this time when I was so much better. I mean, I feel like we're just beginning. I feel like this is yeah. just the beginning for us. You know, I feel like you like there, there, there's something cool about that feeling where it's like yeah. I feel like I'm just getting like. I think you because you hit awesome. a stride. Like yeah, like you hit a stride in your abilities, your skill sets. And now it's not panic before I go do stand up. You're and just like, oh. I know how to do this. I'm good at this. I got this. And yeah. I know what to do if A, B, or C happens. Like, I have yeah. all the shit in my back pocket. Like, there's no way I can be thrown. And also, I think there's a, like, in general, there's a comfort that comes with, I mean, being in your 20s, you're insecure whether you're a comedian or not, yeah, you know? The and then it's like being insecure about your body and your looks and all this shit. It's just like, the amount of bandwidth I spent on that, the amount of energy and life so force much. I spent on that, you know? And now it's like so much more fun to be able to um, be on stage and not be insecure about it. I know, and don't, but don't you wish you could have your brain now in your 20 year old body and then you would just be like- No, cause I didn't have my boobs yet. <laughs> Fuck that body. <laughs> fuck that fucking flat chest. An asymmetrical Salvador Dali painting bitch. <laughs> I know I'm jumping around, but you know what I want to talk to you about? All I hear is people go like, we're more divided than ever. I don't know if that's true. Are we? We've divided politically. We, the uncles aren't talking to, brothers aren't talking to brothers, and parents are talking to children because of the way they voted. I'm like, remember oh. what happened when Beanie Babies came around? <laughs> I literally remember my mom being like, your aunt is collecting Beanie Babies. <laughs> we can't yeah. go over there this yeah. year for Christmas. Yeah. We like We didn't speak there. for years. There was like, she just borrowed money from me and she she got the Princess Diana one. And yeah. we still, <laughs> it was just like, a, it was just a, uh, there have been other things that have divided us yeah. as a nation. Well, I remember if you liked Ronald Reagan in the 80s, you were a piece of shit. You know, I, I don't think this is new. I just think the internet has made everything feel bigger. And to that, yeah. Ronald Reagan was an actor. Yeah. Like, this <laughs> right. isn't the first time we've hired people that aren't qualified to be yeah. in an office. That's, like, our thing. Yeah. We've uh, always, like, I, how quick we forget. He was an actual, like, yeah. he was in, like, Westerns. Yes. Yeah. Big time. And Nancy was, I think, an actress, too, back in the day. I watched this documentary on them a million years ago, how diabolical they were as a couple. They were just a good couple in terms of, like, they were like a the, power couple. like The Will and Jada. Yeah, dog. Like... <laughs> Yeah, like they were, they were, they were good together. There's people that are like that where they just found each other and you're like, ah, fuck, yeah. dude, you two. Power. This it's is trouble. Good. Mr. and Miss Smith it. Yeah. But Tom, I mean, Tom and I are good that way, like in the podcasting world too. Like we're kind of, we, we were compatible with business too, which was really rare, I guess, in the marriage. Well, he has so much respect for you. As I do him. And I think, you know, what helped is he and I came up at the same, like we were all kind of open micers at the same time. And I think because we both came up at the same time. Like, I saw him starting stand-up. That's hot. Yeah, and then to see, like, to... Ew, if you just met him already famous, ew. I think that's ew. Yeah. So gross. I think that's ew. It's you don't ew see just because... It's just sort of like, I don't know, there's something just... Um, I don't know, just seeing how the sausage was made and seeing all the work that went behind it, because you can get stuff in this business from luck. Yeah. And knowing that luck had absolutely nothing to do with it is just really hot. Well, and also the luck, but the luck runs out. Because we've all known people who they get, you get stuff really early and sometimes you can hustle and match the talent, but there's a lot, there's a huge attrition rate in our It's business. been crazy. And one night we should have drinks and play this game because I love this game. Because <laughs> they're the people I've been jealous of, people who have gotten yeah. shit real fast and you're like, what happened to that person? Gone. 
gone. And I see people that are trying so to be, oh, well, I need to get an agent. I get, I'm like, dude, I've, I, we've been around long enough to see people fuck go up. Yep. You know, and then just disappear. Yeah. And I think that the longer and harder it's won, the more fulfilling and more sustainable it is, which is everyone knows that, I guess. But it's hard in our brains with all these like new platforms to not try to like get something really fast. Well, and it's hard to hang in there when you're a young, broke person or a young, broke comic. And you're just like, dude, I that's great sage advice. Oh, mm -hmm. rich, successful comedian yeah. who's already there. Shut the fuck up. Because I remember hearing that from my elders, too. Like, just relax. You don't want it yeah. fast. You want it slow and Gary steady. Gary Shandling said to me once, you can never make it too late. Wow. And I was like, fuck you. So are you going to hire me or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I feature for you this know, weekend? Okay. okay, okay. So next week then? <laughs> yeah. Because you look at all those hustles and everything you do to get here and you're like, oh, I wish I could have relaxed just a bit. I wish I could have enjoyed the ride a bit more. And then there's also like a thing where it's like all the avenues that were available for us to get where we are are kind of no longer there. They're not there. So yeah. it isn't. So what does bother me when people are like, okay, so how do I do it? And I'm like, well, I guess now you're they're like, well, it's different now. I'm like, then why are you asking me? Yeah. You know my advice. Work harder than fucking anyone. Yeah. Be better than anyone. Stop playing videos, games, and smoking weed. Treat it oh, like a stop. job. Yeah. If if you don't love bombing, get out. Yeah. You know, do not expect anything for the first 10 years. And like, that's my advice. Well, I'm just going to do tickets. Go, then do it your way. Because maybe you have a better way. I'd love, do it your way then. Well, do even, what we did, which was just like in the dark, like fucking yeah. Jody Foster in Hannibal's yeah. basement. Yeah. Trying to find a fucking <laughs> yeah. Is mic. Is this going to be the Is this thing? a mic or a dick? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll take yeah. either. I like, know. Fine, then do it your way. I mean, I remember taking gigs in Afghanistan just to have a gig. Literally went to war zones because I'm like, how much is it? $1,200 a week? Great, I'm there. Literally just to get stage time and to get better and to know like, okay, well now I know how to do a war zone. But like, like literally, like not like crazy. metaphorical Afghanistan. I yeah. did comedy in- Kandahar, I've Be been there. Beirut? <laughs> yeah. Dubai was like, yeah. oh, women are have no rights here. None. They can't. You're not allowed to talk about sex. You're not allowed to have confidence. You're not allowed. We can't tell anyone you're getting paid for this because women can't get paid for work. I'm like, is yeah. this going to be OK? I had to. We were going to Saudi Arabia and they're like, yeah, oh, I we to Saudi too. Well, I didn't get to go. They were like, oh, we had to change the trip. Like yeah. we couldn't get like security in order. Yeah. In time. How was it? Crazy. You're blonde. So you probably did fine. Well, no, I actually dyed my hair darker to go in the Middle East because I didn't want to stand out. That's fascinating because yeah. when I went to Morocco, I was with a girlfriend of mine. Her mom is blonde and someone ran at her with scissors and tried to cut her hair. Wow. Yeah. I didn't want to stand out, so I didn't. Um, but when we went to Riyadh, some guy blew up a prince or something and they were like, uh, we're not going to let you go sightseeing at all. We're going to take you right to the base. And I was like, cool. So that was a trip. Remember um, Shayma Tash? I do. What happened to her? She had, I, I don't know where she is now, uh, but she, in one of those USO tours, like the plane like almost crashed. I, I think Sean Polofsky might have been on it too. I know. I think you're right. And April Macy. I think they were all together and the plane lost pressure. That's exactly it. And they went, yep. It was like I an remember. all female tour coming to like <laughs> perform. Dude, I remember when I was in, I was in Afghanistan, we were on the, we were all on a plane with Sarah Tiana, Jody Miller. And me, I think it was just three of us, right? I hope I'm not forgetting a fourth. And we're in like one of those planes where the back goes down. I don't know. We're all sitting in Kevlar vests and we're flying over Afghanistan and just poof, 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 all of a sudden shots come at us. And I'm like, and the guy, the gunner shoots back 
And I was like, did we just no, get fucking shot no. at? And he's like, yeah, it happens all the time. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I wouldn't do them now. The gigs I don't do now because of my children. But before I had kids, I was like, oh, well. Dude, we have to do an episode that's just our like crazy Horrible. road stories. Like when I look at, yeah, when I look at pictures of like, where is that Guantanamo? Like, <laughs> why was I in this place? I know. What's that place? That Chernobyl? Oh, there was a show in my bringer show at Chernobyl and I was just there every night. I remember there was a, a room was at Lucky Strike, the bowling yeah, alley. that was a good one. On Highland. And yep. I remember being like, I would work on my timing because you'd hear the ball <laughs> hit. And you're like, I know I need to get my punchline in before. It's, I say that's why I talk so fast when comedy because I'm like, I just got to get this out before they hit the pins. And then I if he got like a strike, you'd be like, or like a, a gutter ball, you'd be like, okay, I have more time. Because <laughs> we, yeah, we would do that uh, Hollywood and Sarah Tiana used to run that yep. room. Um, and uh, it's just weird. Like when you're doing coming up in LA, just the sh rooms we did were we did all so wild. Remember Miyagi's, the sushi of restaurant? Of course. Where there was a koi pond in, in a bridge in of front of the stage. Of course. Of co I remember I did all these places. That's so funny. Gosh. And they would, it would be Tuesday nights and it would start at 10 o'clock and it was, um, Miyagi's was like a sushi restaurant that was very popular and they would have on MTV jams playing like <laughs> with the sound on and you would <laughs> That's the best they don't even turn <laughs> off the TVs like, we were, you couldn't hear us like literally Duncan Trussell is up there with his fucking dummy oh, doing his Duncan. thing oh, I know and he's like, like doing his thing and like MTV jams it just was like how did we keep why did we keep why? going why why, Why did we keep going? We're crazy because there Every, was a dream. It was a dream. Like, this is yeah. I have no place I'd rather be. But then, yeah, those open mics and those those God. But thank God for the bill words of Martini. I used to drive. I get off of my day job. I was which was what? Oh, I, I, I had great ones. I worked for Deke Entertainment. I worked as a writer. I wrote children's cartoons from the time I was like twenty eight to like thirty two, and then at thirty two, I became a full time comedian. But I love the idea that you go from children's cartoons to Chelsea lately. I did. No, I, when I was doing Chelsea, the, my last day job was the Girl Scouts, the Girl Scouts of Greater Los Angeles. And I literally worked part time at the Girl Scouts. And then I was doing like road gigs here and like there. Short, the sh skirts need to be shorter, guys. <laughs> I would go work at the Girl Scouts after doing Chelsea lately. And I would be like the front desk of the Girl Scouts. And people would be like, weren't you in Chelsea lately last night? I'm like, yeah. And now I'm here at the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Making the dreams come true. Like, but I always thought about Rodney because... Rodney Dangerfield. It's also, by the way, hilarious to me when people see you on any kind of TV and they assume you have a hundred million dollars. Yeah, you're so like, why are you here? You were just on Chelsea lately. Aren't you set for life? Well, even Joe Coy was like, yeah, when I was doing the roundtable, I wasn't selling tickets really yet. Like I was just becoming a headliner. And yeah. I'm like, that's wild. Um, but Rodney Dangerfield was selling aluminum siding. Yes. And he would do what the Tonight Show and then go door to door and sell aluminum siding. And people would be like, weren't you on the fucking, you killed on Tonight Show. And you're like, and now I'm selling you siding. Like, I'm still not made it yet. So <laughs> you, wild. You need to go so much farther in your career to make it. Money, yeah, you yeah. You still haven't made it. Yeah, it's you're like, like, until you see my Funko Pop doll. You what? Do you guys not do Funko Pop? <laughs> Oh my God, we're both the youngest people. Are you, am I younger than you? Am I even younger than you? Is that the, oh, I think I know you're talking about. I it's think like Tom a, has it's one. like a, um, square head. Yeah, yeah, It's a yeah, square yeah, head. Yeah. I know it's that's like what a they're doll. called. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a little doll. That's thing. cute. When a comedian has a Funko Pop, I'm like, okay. You're, 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 we're yeah, we're you're good. Business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you're like a little doll or yeah. whatever. Um, okay. Okay. You're here for a while. I'm here. I'm here. I'm queer. Get used to it. 
This is exciting. <laughs> I got to go soon. I, I know. Go you got to go now. I have someone here now. I'm like half an hour late for something, but oh, I love shit. you. Okay. Um, I love you guys. You know, I end these very awkwardly. Christina. Christine is so funny <laughs> to me because you're such a Christina and you're so not a Christine. I'm not a Christine. I'm very, um, Christines are cold. Christina's are warm. I'm very this warm. so true. And Whitney, I mean, what's a Whitney? Whitney's to me regal. It's it sounds a, fancy. A not planned pregnancy. I, I was named Amanda for like six days and they changed it. <laughs> I like, I can totally see you as an Amanda. People call me that sometimes. It's weird. People like Whitney, uh, Courtney and Ooh. Amanda. Yeah, you're Courtney. due to Courtney. Because the braid. Yeah. <laughs> it, am I wrong? Am I wrong? It's horses and braids. People are like Courtney, they just say it, even if they, you know, yeah. Amanda is a big one. I heard Natasha and you talking about how people would mistaken you guys on the round table. Like people get you two of you confused. I think people thought Still, I was Chelsea because I was a blonde. It's that. I remember when someone once came up to me and was like, I love you on Flight of the Concords. Yeah. And, you're like, and I was like, it's not how did you, Kristen Shaw? Okay. Kristen Shaw, brunette, funny person, brunette. Like, I get yeah. how for someone busy who is another, like, just yeah. wires cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone just recognized me for some shit I didn't do recently, too. And I was like, thank you. You just have to say thank you. You just have to say, <laughs> I mean, people think I'm the progressive lady. Oh, <laughs> I just saw that. Whoa, my brain just put that in. <laughs> Flow. <laughs> no. I would be no. You're Flo. I'm, I'm Flo's no sister. Flo. No. <laughs> How jealous was I of Flo's career when she got that campaign? Yeah, a Cor- and Whitney years Cor- ago? Stephanie Courtney is her name. I was like, Stephanie oh Courtney. my god, I would love to be the progressive. Lady. And now she's probably just like, she's like, it's a fucking nightmare. Can we paint the walls a different color? Why does everything have to be this color? <laughs> like, why don't you guys have this insurance by now? If you don't, you're not gonna get it. Can we just call you guys? <laughs> it's like what Netflix did when they stopped. Uh, they basically said like, we've plateaued on subscribers. Like, if you were gonna sign up for a service, you would have by now. Oh wow! So now we need to start charging current subscribers. <laughs> like, she, I mean. Yeah, Stephanie Courtney. She was improv. She was on the show The Comeback, one of my favorite shows ever, as the publicist. Like she worked, she was a groundlings person. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. She's great. How do you end how do you end a podcast? Can you tell us? I still don't. What are you gonna do now? What are you gonna do now? You're gonna take a shit? You're gonna eat? Oh, right this minute? Yeah. Uh, I have a friend of mine and writer that I worked with making a documentary, and I'm gonna go in the other room and be on it. Oh, fucking A. That sounds like fun. I'm gonna go, um, Pick up some treats, and then I'm going to go hang out with my kiddos. Can I give you some treats? They're cookies yeah. in my face. I would. <laughs> They've been in the freezer for like a year Can and I tell half. you something? We've gotten fortune themesters. <laughs> yeah. Remember that from Netflix? Yes, yes. And like, I, I feel like I have so many comedian things. My kids just get a never ending. Yeah. Like, here's Burke Kreischer's flip-flops. Your kids here's are just fucking... like Rat King hat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Do you, do you know my kids call Burke Kreischer fat sticks? My Ellis calls him fat sticks and we did not coach him. Isn't that great? Anyway, okay. That I'll is, let you go. Okay, he got the gift. He got the gift. We're good. That money train, we He's got shining. let's get Don Buckwald on this kiddo. Shiny. ASAP. Uh mom jeans, don't be an idiot. Watch it. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. Don't be an idiot, you fucking moron. I love you guys. Don't ride elephants. I love you. I love you. Oh my God, I want that ring. I'll give it to you. And these awkwardly, and you know it. <laughs> Thanks, mommy. That was super I love fun. you. I love you too.
the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.